Welcome to the Dear Mama Project, a personal and spiritual development podcast for mums, where we explore motherhood as a catalyst for personal transformation. My name is Nikki McCann, and each week I will bring you practical tools, personal insights, and inspiring interviews to help you in your own journey of growth and transformation through motherhood. Thank you for tuning in. I am so grateful to have you here, and I can't wait to go on this journey together. Hello, and welcome back. In today's episode, I'm going to be chatting to you about how the day-to-day realities of motherhood and life can mean that we often neglect connection with ourselves and what brings us joy and inspiration. And then I'm going to give you two really simple but effective practices that you can use to reconnect with yourself and start prioritizing your own joy. Before we get into the episode, I want to first fill you in on two exciting things. The first is that I'm hosting a free five-day journaling challenge this month, where for five days, I will teach you how you can use journaling to create a deeper connection with yourself and support your own mental and emotional well-being. Each day for five days, I will provide you with a simple but powerful journaling prompt and take you through a short mindful journaling exercise. The challenge is hosted on a private Instagram page where you can connect with me and other challenges ask questions and share your wins. There will also be a special surprise partway through the challenge that will only be shared with the challenges. If you have always wanted to try journaling but you can't get the hang of it or stick with it, you're going to love this. I will be there holding your hand and answering any questions and I know that you will finish the challenge with a deeper understanding of yourself and a newfound love for this super simple but powerful tool. If you're already a seasoned journaler, then this is a great way to get some fresh journaling inspiration, some extra accountability, and to join the fun. It's open to everyone and it's free to sign up. The challenge kicks off on Monday the 22nd of February. If you'd like to join, you'll find all of the details in the show notes. The last message from me today is that the long-awaited second round of alignment is coming. We had an incredible round of alignment at the end of 2019 with lots of feedback that the program was life-changing for people, which is pretty humbling to be on the receiving end of hearing. If you haven't heard of alignment before, it's my group coaching program where I take you through a journey of self-discovery so you can get really clear about what your values are, what makes you happy and what gives you meaning so that you can start making conscious steps to create a life that is in alignment with your highest values. We go through a really intense transformation when we become mums. There's a huge unraveling of who we were before and a slow journey to put all of the new pieces back together. Our old way of seeing the world, our values, our way of being might not fit the new world that we find ourselves in. At the same time, we're receiving a lot of social messaging and pressure around what we should be doing whether you're feeling the pressure from things like social media or even from the people around you. All of this noise drowns out the most important voice that we have, which is our own. This can lead to feeling disconnected from ourselves, feeling stuck or unsure about what we want to do, and we can't quite put our finger on why. In alignment, I guide you through this process of really turning inwards and understanding what matrescence is, why we undergo this really big change and how we can start reconnecting with who we are now and what's most important to us and start creating a vision for our future. 
This second round of alignment is set to be bigger and better than ever with lots of new juicy content on matrescence, self-compassion and women's life cycles. I'm going to pop a link to the waitlist for alignment in the show notes as well. By joining the waitlist, you will get first access to the program as well as the early bird offer, which I only share with the people who are on the waitlist. So if you feel that this is something that would really help you, then head over to the show notes and join the waitlist. Okay, let's get into today's episode. So I'm going to kick off our chat with a little quote, and this is from Kate Bayer, who I recently interviewed, and her book, What Kind of Woman? If you haven't already listened to that episode, go and check it out after you finish with this one. She's amazing. Her book is amazing. It's a must read. This poem's called Transfiguration. I dreamt myself into a mother, but when I became her, I had to dream her back into a woman, back into a woman, back into a woman again. It is so easy to be swallowed whole by motherhood and stop having time or making time for the things that bring us joy, the things that we did before motherhood that make you feel like you, the things that bring you into flow, that make time fall away, that make you feel inspired, creative and joyful. It's really easy for our role as mothers to eclipse our identity as women, but we are both and the woman behind the mother needs tending, She needs to feel inspired and alive, that she's living for herself, not just for others. From my own journey and from working with mums one-on-one and through my programs, I have noticed that as mothers, we often attune to others' needs, so much so that we disconnect from our own needs, wants, desires, and dreams, and become totally consumed with motherhood or meeting other people's needs. It can feel like we are purely existing for others. I've also seen and had a first-hand experience of the intensity of mothering, the amount of pressure and the sheer volume of things that need to be done on a day-to-day basis. It's so easy to slip into patterns where we don't prioritize ourselves and that we just start thinking, well, I don't have time to do anything for me. I don't have time to do the things that make me feel inspired or energized or that bring me joy. There's just not enough time in the day for me. And I feel like that's a really slippery slope to start going down. And I have been down it myself many a time, but it really leads to resentment and it, it leads to just completely disconnecting with, with our sense of self outside of being a mum. I think it's really important for us as women and stepping out of the mother role for a moment there as women to invest time in our own love tank. Now, if you've read the book Love Languages by Gary Chapman, he talks about how our partners have love tanks and we need to keep each other's love tanks filled. But I also think that we need to keep our love tank with ourselves filled and that the relationship that we have with ourselves sets the tone for every other relationship that we have in our lives with our partners, with our children, with our friends. And we need to be actively investing in that relationship with ourselves, putting time, energy and effort into our relationship with ourselves. Because as that popular quote goes, that is the most important relationship that we have in our life because we are with us forever. So I love the idea of turning Gary Chapman's concept of a love tank for our partner into a love tank for ourselves as well and making sure that we're actively investing in our relationship with ourselves. 
Another kind of layer to this that I have experienced myself in early motherhood and that a lot of the women that I connect with are also going through right now is that there's this moment of, I don't even know what I like anymore. I have no hobbies or I have no interests outside of family life. When I get time to myself, I don't know what to do with it because I don't even know what I like anymore. Again, when we don't invest in that relationship with ourselves, we can start feeling that like that. Like, I don't even know what I enjoy anymore. I've forgotten what makes me happy when I'm not doing family life, when I'm not working, when I'm not studying. I've forgotten what just brings me joy for the purpose of joy, not because there's any outcome associated with it. Sometimes you can feel like life is just one series of jobs after another, like wake up, breakfast, do this, do that. And there's no time just for fun. There's no time for just being instead of doing. So whichever one of those scenarios you might relate to is something that you're currently going through now or that you have been through in the past, I wanted to share some really practical tips that you can use to help you reconnect with what you enjoy, what brings you joy and inspiration and energy that makes you feel excited and connects you back to the woman that you are. Not the worker, not the mum, not the sister or the friend or the whatever, but just you, who you are, what brings you joy and happiness and inspiration. So if you're feeling like this, the first exercise I want to suggest is to grab a journal and to write down, what did I used to do for fun or joy as a child? Write down everything you can think of that you used to do, big, small things, capture it all, just get it down on a page. The next question is, what did I used to do for fun or joy as a teenager? Again, go through that process of listing everything. And then the next question is, what did I do for fun or joy as a pre-children adult? So before you became a mum, what were the things that you did for fun or joy? Next, looking at all of those things, ask yourself, do you still do them? Did you stop? Ask yourself why? Was it a choice or did life just get in the way? And then the next question is, do you miss it? Is there anything on that list that you miss that you would like to be doing again? And then lastly, is there anything that you would like to try just to see if you still like it? So the next step is to pick at least one of those things to try again or make time for. If you want to pick more than one, then that's great, but at least one thing. Often when we have hobbies or passions or interests, they can just slowly fade out of our lives and stop being a priority. So this activity is about finding one thing and taking action straight away to book something in. You can have a look to find a local class or maybe just even book in some time for you to go and try it again. This isn't about changing your whole life all at once. This is just taking one little sustainable and achievable step at a time to bring you closer to yourself and what lights you up. So for me, the things that that come up for me when I do this exercise is that from the time I was little, I've always loved craft, art and nature. Those are the things that I can lose myself in, that I can get into that state of flow where time just slips away. They're also super mindful activities that drop me into a really relaxed, calm state. 
they're also usually the first things that I cross off the list when things get busy. But those are the anchors that help me feel like me, that keep me feeling inspired and like I'm investing in myself beyond what I can produce or do for others. So at the end of last year, I had really let my little self-love relationship tank go down and I was really feeling this need for fun. Last year for everyone was obviously just so big and heavy and so much happened that I had let those things slip and I was really feeling it. I was just like, I need to have some fun. Everything has been so serious. I want some fun. So what I did was I jumped on Facebook events and found local events. And within a night, I'd signed up for a makeup class, pottery class, and a hand hand lettering, um, like calligraphy class. And I know one of the things that's going to come up, and this came up for me when I first started doing things like this outside of my comfort zone, was that I didn't want to go to things by myself because I didn't have anyone to go with. I didn't have friends that were interested in the same thing, children different ages, different schedules, etc., etc. So I would have to go to these things by myself. And I remember that was a bit like, oh, I don't want to go by myself. But I actually love going by myself now. And the more that you do it, that you go along to things by yourself or that you put yourself in a situation that's maybe a little bit uncomfortable, eventually it just stops being uncomfortable. I went to an event by myself on Friday and I was driving up and I was like, oh, I'm not nervous. I used to feel nervous. And now I just don't feel like that anymore. Like I've done it enough that it's no longer something that would stop me from going. And that's the thing, if we wait for other people to go with us and to hold our hand as we walk through that door, we may never go. And that means that we might miss out on doing things that we want to do. And I think we have to reach a point where we're unwilling to miss out on the things that we want to do. And we're unwilling to miss out on our own joy. So let's move on to the next activity. So the next activity is called 101 Things List. And I used this activity in my early 20s when I was going through a bit of a rough patch. I broke up with the guy I was seeing at the time. I wasn't loving my job, but I felt really stuck. And all in all, I was just feeling a bit lost. I first got the idea to do this from Sebastian Terry and his book 100 Things back in, I think, 2010 or 2011. And at the time, I added an extra number just for fun and to be a little extra. And the idea is that you create a list of things that you've always wanted to try but never got around to, things that you love but have stopped doing, or just fun goals that you want to be able to do in your lifetime. So when I made my list of 101 things, I jumped on my computer, pulled up a document, and just started writing down different things that I could do that I'd never done before. And I included a mix of low-hanging fruit options, so things that I could relatively easily achieve, like going to a live art drawing class or growing my own vegetables. And then I also included things that were going to take a bit more effort or would take a bit of time to achieve. So I had on there that I wanted to renovate a house and that I wanted to do a flying lesson and get a sexy photo shoot. I didn't do them in any particular order. I just kept writing and writing and writing until I had 101 things. Then I printed it out and stuck it to my wardrobe door in my room and slowly started trying to tick them off. 
this was so helpful because every time I had some spare time or cash, I would have a look at the list and find something I could do. I asked a girlfriend to take a drawing class with me and I got a red balloon gift voucher as a bonus at work. So I booked in a flying lesson and a photo shoot and I slowly started working my way through the list. I loved this activity because it gave me focus at a time where I was feeling really lost and unsure of what I wanted and what made me happy. It kept me pushing myself out of my comfort zone and trying new things and it also gave me a sense of achievement being able to slowly tick things off the list. Both of these activities are really simple and quick to complete. You'll only need an hour max to do them both. But the real trick here is to take action once you have done them and start booking in or making time for things that bring you energy, joy and inspiration. I know from experience that this is the hardest part, so I really recommend picking one thing at a time and taking action. As they say, action breeds confidence and the more small steps you take, the more momentum and energy you will build to keep going. I hope that the activities give you a little bit of inspiration this week. If you decide to do them, I would really love to know how you go with it. You can send me a message on Instagram. My handle is at Project. Or you can send me an email, I'm hello at dearmamaproject.com. Um, I would really, really, really love to see your list if you do make one. So let me know how you go. All right, that's it for me this week. I hope you have a wonderful day and I will see you again soon.